Welcome back into the Real Kipper and Born Show. We are live on Sportsnet, Sportsnet 960 in Calgary and Sportsnet 650 in Vancouver. This hour of the Real Kipper and Born Show brought to you by Bet365. Just going to break, we uh, briefly talked about the Ottawa Senators, a team that we expect to be in the hunt this year, if not make the Stanley Cup playoffs and I think there's a few people out there that believe that this team could end up in a conference final. Uh, that's how much uh, depth that they've accumulated in the last uh, few years, i.e. Uh, draft picks. A lot of them locked into friendly contracts. Right, but relax. and And a new owner who we all know is just a great guy, uh, a guy that uh, will do everything he can to help this Ottawa Senators team win um but there are some issues there yeah one of them is dare i say it a little mismanagement on their salary cap they were one of a few teams that opened up the season with 11 forwards yeah i mean they we went over this the other day on the show but they have 5.1 or 2 million in dead cap between buyouts and retained salary so that's not awesome. All that comes off the book this year, but still, it's uh, sub-ideal. One of the issues going on right now, I think uh, there's a couple. First of all, uh, Josh Norris, who was inked to a long-term deal, suffering his uh, season-ending shoulder injury last year, had surgery. Yeah. The anticipation was that he would be ready by training camp and to start the season, that isn't the case. It just seems like between management and Josh Norris, there seems to be maybe a – there doesn't seem to be a meeting of the minds of where he is right now. And that sense that I'm getting is that they think he might be ready and it's just a matter of getting back on your horse and getting yeah. back in there. And then there's Josh Norris still looking for answers on his shoulder. Yeah. Well, that's a really tough situation, too. The contract that Josh Josh Norris got, like we look at these long-term deals that are given to good young players. Buffalo has been doing a lot of it, and we often go, I you know, I often go, I love that risk for them. I love the possibility that they're going to get, you know, excess value. They gave him so much money, Kip. They gave him $63 million on that last deal, almost $8 million a season to Josh Norris, who 55-point career high and a couple injuries, right? So... It's starting to feel a little bit nervous times, I guess, if you're a Sens fan. Like, just well, what's going on yeah. with the, you know, the, I guess the divide between the team and the player, considering yeah. he's under contract till 2030 as a contributor. For yeah. Them. And I, get, I really believe that at some point something has to come out publicly a little bit. I think it's important for the Ottawa Senators right now to uh, protect the player, to protect me. the player, and the player needs to protect the Ottawa Senators a little bit, they got to come to a resolution here because the longer this goes, the bigger of a chance it has to to drive a wedge between them. And then sometimes we know in organizations, there's, there's no looking back sometimes. Were you ever asked to play when you felt you weren't ready injury-wise? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you played, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, you I had uh, a knee injury. No, in Washington there, yeah. I had uh, I I had a major knee surgery 
and I still had a lot of uh, issues going on with the knee. Yeah. And I made the decision to go back and have staples removed out of my knee. You did? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so uh, just in the minors having shattered my jaw, and they're like, you could put on a cage and get in yeah. there and go for us. Like, playoffs are coming up. And I was just, you know, yeah. for me, I'm the minors. What yeah. am I putting my head on the line for? But, I mean, it's not a good situation when you feel like you're being leaned on yeah. and you know you're not ready yet. Yeah. So, so it, again, if, if, uh, if Josh Norris right now is sitting there going, you're not really helping me right now. If you're telling or saying things that uh, say that I should be on the ice right now. Mm-hmm. And you're questioning me, so we'll see how this thing plays out in in the next few days, if not uh you know uh early this week or yeah early this weekend like if you're a sense fan, you should feel good that this guy is close, right like it doesn't sound like he's gonna miss the year or something yeah. like yeah. he's gonna play hockey for them at some point here. The other one uh is the Shane Pinto guys how How is this guy not? In the lineup here, well, we're not talking about because they're giving a five or Vlad ten million dollars, five million dollars. See, to me, this was the biggest mistake of all. Tarasenko is that you go and you give Tarasenko five million bucks, and you don't, and you don't put Shane Pinto as a top priority. Mm-hmm. He should have been signed before Tarasenko, and the, and the window that you don't have to sign him means that you don't offer him five million bucks. You say, if you can go get five million bucks anywhere else, go get it. Give I wonder, him three. Give him, give him three, three and a half. But don't, don't yeah. give him five and I'm then sure keep Shane Pinto out. I'm sure they thought he would go out. somewhere else, right? They were worried they were going to lose Tarasenko and they felt they could have both guys, I assume. Which, if that's the case, by the way, that I'm correct there, then you need to get aggressive in moving so, Joseph where, or whoever. Where, where did you miss it? Where did you miss that you, were, you thought that you could have both of them done? Maybe they assumed they could lean on Pinto, young guy. You know, they could say, you know, they could pressure him. Well, and that's, yeah. that's your point, right? Like, that's, that's not right. the guy to mess with, the guy that you're going to have they, a long they, future with. They tried to sign him for a million dollars a year. A million. Pretty good hockey player. Young guy, scores 20 goals in the league. You're getting more than a million. Yes. Yeah. And he's, he's, he should be part of that core. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And probably now feels a little slighted by that. I know... The whole contract negotiations yeah. may not have made me crazy, but were I yeah. not playing and I was ready and willing to play, I'm mad. So here's the other twist in all of this, too, that every day that he's not signed, his cap hit gets worse. I know. Because it's I prorated. Know. So you, I don't know, you're going to give the Nylander example? Yes. So Willie he, Nylander what was his cap signs hit? for $6.9 million December 1st with the Toronto Maple Leafs. His AAV that year was over $10 million. Ten, It was 10.5 yes. or something because yeah. it's a, it becomes a prorated salary. Like he's making six nine for that portion of the season. That's crazy. Yet, so an- you, yet another spectacular idea in the but salary it's getting cap. real hard now. It's going to get harder every week for Ottawa to, to squeeze this guy in. Yeah. They got to do it today. Today. Who wants Joseph? No one? No. Here's Philly. a pick. Philly wants him. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not it. What do you mean it's not yeah. it? Yeah, you got to throw in a first round pick. Uh, first? No to get rid way. of a good young player? No chance. First rounder? Go to your buddy Kyle Dubis. He threw a first rounder to get rid of a guy that is at the end of his yeah, career named Patrick Marlowe. He was making six, yeah, seven, five. It doesn't play. matter. No? It doesn't matter. Mm. If you're Philly, so the GM there now is Briere. I understand him angling for a first, but I want the player, Joseph. Like, if they can get a second with him, that's a great coup, isn't it? 
not good enough? I I do it for a second. I'm I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. But I. But if you get it first, I understand your point. Go, yeah. go, go for the big one. By the way, if Dorian gives up a first to get rid of a good player to bring in another player, he can't. It's signing your own death warrant. That's. You can't yeah, survive it's that. It's not off to a great start, I think. If I mean, if you're Ann Lauer now and you got all this great energy and you've started it off by not putting a full lineup on game one, it's not, it doesn't bold well for him. Pinto's and eating popcorn beside Ann Lauer in the boot in the box, and looking Stales. at him going, and, and Stales. Now. Oh, yeah, Elfie. The return of Daniel Alfredson. Did, did they give him an official title? Yeah, I think he's hockey man, guy, de- player, manager of coach. hockey developer, man, guy. That's his official title. <laughs> Which is fun. whatever. <laughs> well, that's you know, day. and like that's the Leafs have been doing irrelevant. that. Like, yeah, Spets is he here. Want, he's there. He's a hockey guy. He can do as little or as much as he wants moving forward. And if he loves it so much and makes great strides, I don't know. Maybe there's a a more significant role down the road. But this is a big moment for Sens fans because I think the fracture in the relationship between the Sens and Alfredson sucked. For no, a no, lot, no, for no. A Let lot. me rephrase I that. Well, I know. Eugene Melnick yes. and Alfredson. For sure, but there was just, there was no relationship there with the franchise's, what, probably greatest player it's ever. Like Vince like, Carter and the Raptors for yeah, years, it's, right? It's a crappy situation. So seeing the news of this trickle onto Twitter this morning, like, People are really excited about this. Like I, I you know, I'm coming home. Wow, he is. The tune. He is their favorite son. Yeah. So, yeah, this maybe, is the one that maybe worry about and getting they've nine done, points. You, you look at that <laughs> alumni in Ottawa. I mean, it's growing. Yeah. Some recent players. I mean, there's there's some real fan favorites there. They that 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 community um, is is strong. I think with, yeah. with ex players. Yeah. Uh, there is. I mean, and it's going to be, it, it, this is such a positive start for the Sens, right? That Claude Giroux comes home, they get new ownership. Things really should be, they should be being discussed in such a positive light because they're in such a positive spot right now. So it is a shame that they're not able to field their hockey club. Hopefully they get that sorted out. Hopefully Alfredson becomes a figurehead there and who knows in what capacity he'll want to be involved. They're not just going to hand him the GM job like Danny Breer got in Philly, are they? Like, you need a little experience. He's in a development coaching role. Yeah, he'll yeah. go on the ice with the guys, yeah. give pointers, talk yeah. to the yeah. Here's the players I go like. Go anywhere. You can yeah. go to uh, Belleville. Yeah, right. Yeah, hang out with them for a little while. Out it's to like, Bel- out to Bell Vegas, baby. It reminds me of Jerome McGinley, who everyone kind of knows is going to be a guy in the NHL at some point, whenever he wants to be. Like he's got a son, I think, playing hockey, right? Yeah. And so it's like when those guys are ready, and lighting it up right jobs. here. Yeah, is it Tig? Is that his son's name? Page. Page. That's Tage Thompson. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, how are we on the... Uh, we're just waiting for... We're waiting on uh, Bill. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you want to touch a little bit of uh, Colorado signing Taves to a seven-year, $7.25 million Yeah. With I, the Avalanche. This is a guy, if I'm not mistaken, uh, close to turning 30. Has yeah. He, has he turned 30 yet? Here's all I know as someone who follows the Islanders. They traded him when Lou Lamorello got there. Uh, I think for two second rounders. I don't remember exactly Correct. what it was. It, yeah? Was. Wasn't great return, and they anticipated that Noah Dobson was going to be able to step up and just fill those Taves shoes. Taves has become one of the NHL's... He's a number one guy who's probably playing in the three spot on that decor, but awesome player. You think that you don't like the length of the deal? I just think that uh, he was in a good place here 
with the window that Colorado has? Do they think that they 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 will have overpaid in year six and seven? Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. But there are alternatives here, and one is you trade him. But will you get anything close yeah. to Taves and where his game is now? And then you're looking for a prospect or a high pick, and all you're doing is is closing the window for Colorado to win a Stanley Cup and Nathan yeah. McKinnon. I think there's a lot of teams who look at those back years and say, we're trying to win now and we'll sort that out later. You know, that's future yeah. me's problem. You know, the other thing that uh, stands out for me too is that there's some players like Rasmus Dahlin who can negotiate with new money mm-hmm. and then Taves is in the kind of the old money range. Are you following me on I am, this? But why is that? Why well, uh, different be, agents? One hundred percent, right? So, what's the difference? Uh, five years between the two. So he gets, Darlene gets to go to Buffalo and said and, and say that uh, uh, the cap's going up in two or three years, yeah. and I want that new money. We want the new money, and yes. you're getting the best of my player. You're, you know, you're getting him age twenty five, six, yes. seven. You're getting the best of his years when the money is yeah. high. And if you're Taves' agent, you're going, this may not going to be his best years, but yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> could we still get paid, please? Now, Sammy, you compared the Taves wow. contract to anything that's happened in Toronto. Oh, I made and, a snarky comment. Yeah, you made a sm- yeah. Uh, t- say it on air then. If you got the guts to say it <laughs> upstairs, say it here. <laughs> yeah, I just get another really great player taking a team friendly contract for a long period of time. Nah, Mitchell will oh, you know, do it. Mitchell will do it. I'm going to middle it so that I can hit it when the cap goes up. Yeah, well, we didn't hear any reports of that from Devin, uh, Devon When Davis. you compare I Austin know. Matthews on the free agent market, oh. he took, uh, oh, yeah. he may have taken even at a million. And I, listen, I, I can hear Let, all the arguments. The Robin guys, Hood r- ride in on his steed. He's, he's robbing the rich and giving to the poor. What a uh, hero. Never, 13 never you know, won anything yeah. here. Won, uh. He's won one round. I get it. But it still doesn't change the fact that he probably could have gotten more if he waited one year. Yes, plenty more. So... All right. I mean, but what, what but, could Devin Taze have got on the open market? I mean, ten mil. By the way, he's an interesting no, guy. I don't think so. He's, I mean, no, he's playing, no, he's no, no, no. Term deal, he's maybe. Top Listen, one of the best players. If, if someone wanted to give him forty times four, maybe. Yeah, I, I was thinking like that'd have been an interesting Nylander trade. You know, like when he he was expiring at the end of this year. Willie was. You know, both Colorado has such good D. The Leafs. It just seemed like a natural fit. Those guys. Maybe Taze not in Willie's class. Either way, that should have um, sailed. Yeah, I, th- I think you're 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 pretty close there. Like that type of player yeah. for Willie is if it's going to happen. You know, all the reason I bring this up is because Doug mentioned it in the previous hour, saying Doug's been trading Nylander for a D man since no, I've known him. But so is half Leaf Nation. Yeah, there's people listening right now going, they should, and I don't know that I disagree. And people take that as a slight to Nylander, like we don't respect what he is. He's amazing. It's just it's I, a in, team it's if you're structure. Do, if you're going to do balance. it, it was the summer. They, I think the ship on that sailed. Like I think it's really hard in the middle of a season where you're going to be one of the better teams in the league to trade one of your best players. I read something today. Kipper, some, you, look, you don't look convinced. No, right. Someone talking about Nylander and well, if you know you let him walk at the end of the year, you know it's hard to replace guys like that, but not impossible. And you've got that cap space. Willie's making six anyway. 
All right. As promised, uh, the second hour, we're going to bring in uh, Bill Guerin, general manager, but he's got a new fancy title as well, president of hockey operations. Let's welcome in uh, Bill Guerin. Billy, how are you, bud? I'm doing great, fellas. How are you? We're good. So did a lot more cash come with the title, or is it just strictly <laughs> you got new business cards? <laughs> just new business cards. New business cards. Um yeah, that was uh, that was it. Yeah, new new uh, nice new title and uh, yeah, I, I think I just keep on doing what I'm doing. So, it, 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 in all seriousness, where where's the change here now? Is are now are you officially involved in goal songs? Uh, yeah, I think that's part of it. Is that I always have been. Um, you know, I, I mean, it, it's it's a very important thing. It's a very big decision. I, I want to be involved in all that stuff. Well, that's great. It, it looks... I have to try the I have to try the popcorn in the press box too to make sure it's buttered and salted properly. <laughs> You're never going home. No, never. Well, it seems like you guys are uh, off to a pretty good start this year. I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, your goaltender starts the season with a shutout. Um, you know, tell us about the decision to trade for him and how you guys feel positioned in the crease for, for this season. Uh, well, we, I mean, we feel good about this season. I mean, honestly, with, uh, with the way Gus played last year, the way Flower played last year, we know what to expect from 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 both of them, we're 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 hoping Gus can you know repeat uh, what he did from you know last year. He got off to a great start last night, um, and uh, you know the, the the whole trade just uh, you know we we just weren't seeing eye to eye with Cam Talbot, who's a good guy and a good goalie, and it just it just wasn't it wasn't going the right direction. And, you know, I, I give this, our staff a lot of credit because they had done some homework on younger goalies in the league because, you know, we thought there, there could be something like this or, or a time that we had to move on from an older goaltender. So um, when, you know, when, when Ottawa made it clear that, that Gus was available, we, we just acted on it. And, um, you know, we, we didn't know he would be this good, but um, he, he's worked really hard and, uh, try to improve his conditioning and his and his game, and uh, he 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 had a great year last year. And like I said, got a nice new contract, and we're we're hoping uh, he just continues to get better. Bill, is there is there a part of you, just a little tiny bit, that uh, you know feels bad for fleecing Pierre Dorian at all? I mean, no, if... no, no, <laughs> not at <laughs> absolutely all. none. Because Cam was good. Cam was Cam was good for them, and yeah, you know that's just the way deals go. <laughs> All right, so he doesn't hit the ignore button when he sees your call. No, no, not at all. We 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 have a great relationship. Is um, you know, just one brief comment on on Philip is that you did sign him to a short term deal, and uh, you know, one of your comments was that uh, you know he keeps going, he's going to hit the jackpot basically on his on his next one, and uh, you know, just the the thought that. Connor Hellebuck made a, a conscious decision not to hit the open market a year from now and uh, ending up with 8.25 and just, you know, the, the, the position in general. And yeah, it just seemed like the money would be easily flow to the likes of proven guys like a, a carry price. But is, is the window dropping for, for a lot of goaltenders to hit 
top dollar when it's such a volatile position? Um, well, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely, there's definitely more than one way to look at it. I mean, because you, you look at a guy like Hellebuck who's, who's played amazing hockey in Winnipeg, you, but then you look at, you know, Vegas, uh, wins the cup last year with Hill and he's not as, you know, proven or he's not a household name. So a lot of teams look at it much differently, but I, I just think when you, when you have that guy, um, I mean, that it's nice to have that guy. Like it's nice to have a Connor Hellebuck, um, you know, and, and we feel we've got two goalies that can kind of provide us a high end play every night. And, you know, flowers are a little older now and, and Phillips is kind of getting going. And, you know, we, we, we hope that he continues to get better and, and, you know, that, yeah, it'll make it difficult on us, but you know, that, that's, that's the way it goes. That's the business. And, um, you know, we, we want our guys to have success and, and be happy with what they make. Billy, I, uh, I want to get your thoughts on your experience with Ryan Reeves in Minnesota. He's a guy here in Toronto making a lot of noise. What it was like having him there, and, and did you guys want him back, um, you know, this offseason? Uh, Ryan who? Ryan Reeves, have you heard of him? He's a fairly <laughs> large never, individual. No. <laughs> I have never heard of him. I've never heard of him. He, oh, here call, has. The, kid, the, 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 the big kid that wears a football number. <laughs> I think you're remembering him. Yes, that's the guy. Uh, oh, that kid. Yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> uh, you know what? He is, he's one of my all-time favorite guys. I just, yeah. uh, I think the world of Ryan. We wanted him back. Uh, you know, Brad, Brad backed up the Brinks truck for him and, and you know, <laughs> gave him everything he wanted. So uh, we weren't. I, we just we couldn't handle that, but I, I'll tell you what: this market is extremely lucky to have a guy like that. He's a great teammate. I, I, the the fans will love him. His teammates will love him. Um, yeah, he, he's he's a good guy. He did a lot for us in his short time in Mini. Just in terms of uh, big and strong guys, uh, even without Ryan Reeves, your lineup. Uh, I look at it, and uh, it's it's big. Uh, what what are the biggest challenges for your lineup uh, this season? Is it uh, putting the puck in the net uh, on a consi- consistent basis here, Billy, and and not maybe relying on on forty saves and a shutout uh, every night? Oh yeah, that's I mean that's definitely not the plan. Um, you know we we we'd like to get back to where we were a few years ago, five on five scoring, um, get that back up. Um, you know, I, I think you can always improve on your special teams, uh, especially with us. I, I think our coaches have done a really good job at focusing in on adjusting during games and things like that. But I think that the biggest thing is is you know making making sure we're competing at a high at a, a high level uh, every night because this league is so good. It is. I mean, it's it's better than ever. It's so tight you can't take nights off. And I think if, if we do that, we'll give ourselves the best chance of, of uh, making the playoffs and, and, you know, going from there. You know, you have one guy who does that exceptionally well in Kirill Kaprizov. He's, you know, if you see people picking rocket Richard contenders, he's a name that comes up. Um, what is it that makes him unique as a guy that, um, you know, you've played with a lot of, of great goal scorers. What is it that makes him excel in, in that department? 
I think, uh, you know, like kind of what I said before, it's, it's Kirill's compete and willingness to play in traffic. I, I think he's, um, you know, he, he scores goals because he puts I mean, obviously he could shoot the puck at, like, like crazy, but he puts himself uh, in great positions to, to, to get scoring opportunities. And, you know, we recently named him our, our, one of our assistant captains. And that's because uh, one of the big reasons is that he, he goes out and puts it all out there every single night. There's never an off night for him. Um, his work ethic, his compete levels are crazy. And, you know, he, he, gets, he gets rewarded for that. Uh, Billy, I'm told that we got to let you go. Uh, are you in Toronto this weekend? Wait, trade it again? <laughs> are, are are you here are, are you in toronto for the game this weekend yes yep just got into the hotel uh just uh talking to you guys probably have dinner tonight and then game tomorrow all right well listen if you are looking for a new goal song there's uh sam sam the record man on young street <laughs> okay perfect. all right i'll, I'll go i'll check it out <laughs> okay all right billy garen thanks bill Minnesota Wild. Oh, wait a second. I've been told that Sam Sam, the record man, went out of business 17 (laughs) years ago. There's still record stores. There's still the vinyl exists. He's a lot of fun. He is. He is, uh, you know, my one NHL training camp. Bill Guerin was the captain of the Islanders when I was there. Um, Electric personality. Like, talk about trying to get all the guys involved. I remember before my first game, it was a mandatory two beers at the bar the night before for everyone. Um, preseason that's leadership right there yeah, yeah. That, that'll that'll bring the boys together he brought his credit card um, mandatory too what was that oh yeah records are big deal kip now i don't collect your items oh yeah there it's a hot hot industry like if you want to go buy because all new artists make albums now like they put them out like on vinyl and like like for example kid cuddy like the goal song yes it would probably cost you a cool 50 to buy one of his albums on vinyl 50 dollars <laughs> Like really? is the quality better? What am I no, missing I just, here? I think, I mean, not to it, do a music podcast, not to do NPR here, but like, I think you, you don't own music anymore, right? Like right. you have it on your phone, you have Spotify, you have Apple Music or whatever. Yeah, you rent it every time yeah. you listen. But like, if you have vinyl, and I have a good collection of vinyl, it's like you own like a little piece of art, you have something and to clothes, show for too. It. You got a lot of vinyl clothes. <laughs> what do you mean vinyl clothes? <laughs> no, I got no vinyl clothes. I got a black hoodie. Guys, I, I, I'm, I'm actually sorry to panic about next week because I've worn all my shirts. <laughs> I'm out of shirts, boys. I got nothing left. There's a lot of pressure on oh, you now God. from here. You're a camera guy now. I know. It's like I need some clothes. Anyone got clothes? Got some nice clothes? <laughs> thing? Some hand-me-downs, Borny? We're at the same height. Yeah, I'll see what I can get you. All right, thanks, Mike. Yeah. All right, so uh, we need to go to break. Oh, I got some game time for you. Oh, let's go to game mm-hmm. time. All right, it's game time presented by Bet365. Visit the app for the latest odds and find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 19 plus, Ontario only. Play responsibly. Got a couple for you today, boys. Just a quick one. I was looking. You can bet on what the winning conference is going to be for the Stanley Cup this year. Okay. And who do you think is the favorite? Well, Vegas won at Colorado year before. Oilers pretty high up there. <sighs> Got to be West. It's not. The East is the favorite. The Eastern Conference is the favorite. You can get the Western Conference at plus money, plus 105. Really? Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Tampa, I, Tampa, Boston, Toronto, Carolina, New Jersey. But I leaned your way because Rangers. I think the higher end of high teams is in the West. Yeah. Like, And you think about Dallas. I think that was Kipper's pick, right? Yeah. Yeah, like Dallas is really good. Like, I feel like the West, 
maybe I, a little more top heavy, but a better chance. I was leaning un- until I just changed it up for Dallas. I was so leaning on Vegas to go back and win again. I can't. I don't think anyone no, at Sportsnet did. did. Not one. And did. they are the same hockey club that just won the Stanley Cup, and they looked so good yeah. on opening night. And then they thumped up San Jose as you should last yeah. night. I mean, that's yeah. I feel like I feel like that's going to happen a lot this year for old San right. Jose. And they're just. Uh, just the, between Petrangelo and Stone, mm-hmm. it looks like those are the type of guys and personalities that I would say one's just not enough for those guys. They've had a taste of it. Stone is so and competitive. Just I love want him. more. Yeah. The pre what did you make of him in the preseason when he got all mad? Did you see that when he got mad at I the did. guy that hit him? I did. And, and this then, comment? Yeah. Like, I, I'll never see him again? Yeah. You know... And well, he grabbed Brant Clark, and there was the screenshot of I Brant Clark, like he was about to cry. He was so scared. You know what I thought of when that happened? And I mean, I should hate to bring it up because I love the guy, but yeah. when Bill Guerin slashed oh his teammate God. in training camp the one year, I think it was Brett Draney yeah. or something, give him a yeah. two-hander. Where it's like, do you know who I am? This yeah, is not... Like, yeah. I, I yeah, get where... St- I'm a huge Stone fan. Mm. Absolutely. Love everything about him. I just thought maybe that comment was just a little... Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I thought you would have liked it. No, no, because I don't look at it through Stone's eyes. I look at it at a kid trying to make a name for himself and try to show. And listen, we've been in so many rooms. Like the first thing that you tell the rookies is don't don't show anybody any respect. Really? Yes. Yeah. And it's... Yes. Yes. I'm shocked to hear that from and, you. And it's not respect. It's not the respect. You know what the respect is? I don't no challenge you. Stuff. No, yeah. yeah. The, the respect, where you cross the line on respect is if you cheap shot. Yeah. But to go and hit a guy as hard as you can yeah. doesn't show Mark Stone respect. And the respect he wants is I'm an untouchable. Don't hit me. I'm Mark don't Stone. Hit me. I just won the cup. I, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, no. Young kid wanting to make a name for himself is going to go out there. And if I can recall, it was a good hit. It was. You know what? Clean hit. But you know Thank what? Shoulder you. to shoulder. So, but, so, but this is what makes but, Mark Stone Mark Stone. Yeah, listen. I, uh, like I said, I love him. Yes. I'm, I'm, and I don't hold that comment right, against right, right. him. Mm-hmm. But I'm just okay. saying I'm looking at it from the prospect's eyes where he's trying to make a name for himself. He wants to get noticed. What do you want him to do? Yeah. Yeah. Not finish a check? Right. But by the even though you're right, Stone doesn't have to go. Great hit, son. Yeah, like, no, he I like what be, he said. Yeah, I mean, and uh, just stop it. You were right. Last last quick <laughs> last quick one. Uh, pens and caps tonight, uh, uh-huh. which is always great, I guess. Lars, Lars Eller playing. Yeah. Against well, the I mean, but it's just like it used to be the sexiest matchup on the calendar. And now it has a little less buzz, I would say. I he tell he's I, chasing history yeah, here. I am not into this team this year. But the, oh yeah. By the way, sexy jersey. Oh, gorgeous. that's the one you wore, right? It is that's, gorgeous. That's it is. As ni- it's maybe not as nice as Great my memories. UAA jersey, but it's beautiful. Um, this the I call it the 2014 same game parlay. Sid and Ovi to both score, and yeah. it pays almost five to one. So, oh wow, and that's it. No result on the game, so both those guys score, and that's it. So that was uh, that was game time presented by Bet three six five. Visit the so, app for the latest odds and find out why it's never ordinary at so, Bet three six five. Good job. Two of the biggest names in still in hockey, and Sid and Connor McDavid. Not feeling much love after game one. No. Like, they, 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 they've they, already got a chip on their shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't like... I like the I like the, the Oilers' chances a lot more to have a good year than the Pens. The Oilers get Vancouver again in their next game, which is Saturday fun. night. I really? Love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, back to back. Back to back to start the season. And then they don't play again until the last day of the season, Just probably. Right. One more here. That loss was so bad for the Oilers. 
is it just good enough to beat them by a goal? Or do they have to come out and hammer them? Yeah, they need two points. With great goaltending. They need two points. Yeah, great goaltending would go a long way. Are they going to start David Ayers next game? I think that (laughs) loss was so bad to Vancouver that that they got to turn around and, and, and beat them soundly You Saturday can see night. the Canucks walking away from these two games, you know, winning one of the two and being like, yeah, but we hung 13 on them or whatever. You know, you can see them taking a win away from it even if they yeah. lose the next game and it's close. All right, we got to take a quick break here on the Real Kipper and Bourne Show. We picked up on a conversation in the first hour that uh, was around uh, the baseball Orlando story. Orlando boy Harper. And we'll, we want to pick up on, uh, you know, what do we expect out of the media and players when they're in dressing rooms and locker rooms? And where is the cutoff line on what can be used and what can't be used for material? That still to come on The Real Kipper and Born Show. We're back after these words. Everything you need to know about the Blue Jays. Blair and Barker. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, just a reminder, we love it when our watchers and listeners get involved on Off the Rails Friday. So uh, any questions, anything at all, what do you got for us? Text us at 590-590. Yes. We'll get you on the show. Way more intelligent questions out there than what I can provide over two hours (laughs) on the Real Kipper and Born Show. So just before going to break... uh, Sammy, just tee us up one more time in terms of uh, this baseball story that's turned into a little bit of a sports story, and that is uh, involving uh, the Braves and the Phillies last night. So how how far back do we go here? Because it happened. You got to get the background. Game two of the NLDS ended on an incredible play. Yeah, I believe his name is Michael Harris. Maybe made an unbelievable catch against the wall, and Bryce Harper had gone all the way around second base. There was one out, so Michael Harris gets it back in. Doubles up the guy at first base. And the game's over. Game's over. It w- I was watching live. It was an electrifying play. Baseball playoffs yeah. is just the best. Anyways, after that game, media's in the clubhouse. There's cameras rolling. I don't think he's necessarily in a scrum. But Orlando Arcia could be heard yelling, boy Harper, boy Harper, in reference to him screwing up the bases. Anyways, Jake Mintz of Fox Sports reports this, that he was saying this, and it becomes a real rallying cry for the Phillies. And the next game at uh, the park in Philadelphia, which is a madhouse, Harper hits a massive... He hits home runs to the moon. His yeah. home runs are the best in the league. And he stares down Arcia. It's a whole thing. The Braves are blaming the media for this getting out. And it's it's a big conversation about what can be reported, what cannot be. It's big, been a referendum on sports media. Harper's lights out, Phillies win the series. Yes, and last night they he goes, I think he goes three for three with two walks again last night. He's been unbelievable ever since. He's unbelievable in general. Yeah. But, yeah, and they win the series last night. 3-2 or 3-1, I believe. And they're off to the NLCS to face off against the Ross Atkins-built Arizona Diamondbacks. Gotcha. So... How do you know. feel yeah, I, about that I, getting I'm, reported? I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm kind of shocked that uh, it turned into that big of a story. Well, to be hold quite on now, because this happened in hockey. Did you not mention the one time that Thornton, Joe Thornton was talking about someone who scored four? Was it Hurdle? Yeah. And he said, if I scored four, I'd... I'd do something with my nether regions. <laughs> and it's one of the funniest things And ever. someone reported it, and it was yeah. controversial that it had been reported. Yeah, it was clearly uh, to not me, that's just to a dumb thing to report. 
The Thornton it, one or the... The Thornton one. Okay. The Thornton one. The, the but other it's not one, harmful it, to it's, it's, it's... No. Like, are, first of all, would anybody be surprised that, you know, they're... They're, first of all, joyous for a big win, yeah. or they're taking a, a little bit of a, a run at Bryce Harper. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, it, it's not like he's reporting that, uh, you know, something completely offside. No, he's not. And and that's not to I, – I know where a cutoff line could be for media and what can be reported and what can't, okay. in my opinion. Which is? Which is, you know, anything personal – or anything even that isn't directly uh, attributed to a conversation they're having with and this so person. And so, how do you feel about? I, I don't think Harper, I don't think anybody Harper, I don't think anybody should listen in on someone else's conversation and pick something up in the in the that's dressing room. Well, that's not this. This is a guy that's yelling at a boy Harper in a locker room full of reporters in a super tense National League division series between two rivals. Yeah. Like that's that is news. So if I'm in that locker room, okay. I'm it was doing the Jake exact Vincent same thing. Fox Sports yes. who reported it, yes. and then um, there was a Alana. I forgot her name. Who yeah. she kind of killed him about she it. Killed him. Um, and now the the Baseball Writers Association has like got his back, and she's apologized and whatever. I am of the mind that reporting on a sports event is not like you're on the ground of a war zone, and rec- you know everything is all you're just reporting what you see and hear, and people need to know every bit of it. To me, you're asking the players for questions, feedback, what happened on that play, whatever. I don't, I don't think it's terrible that he reported. I'm it, with you on that, but like, it's just, it's assumed that this was not meant to be, you no, know, I something that he wants out there. Completely disagree. But I understand why the public wants it all because it's interesting. It's I, it's it, context for how the team felt. So I get it. I just maybe I feel like a former player who's like, it's not. Not saying it and for you. This is the perfect storm of you two guys being former players and me being like a quote unquote media no, it's guy. useful that both sides represent. I just it. hate the fact that he thinks he's like I can say whatever I want when there's all these people here that well, are their job listen, is literally to if, report what we say. If I had, if I was only allowed one take on this whole conversation, mm. it would be that the moment the door opens, don't be a dummy. And ref- you don't want and, it's and, and, and it's open to reporters. Then that, that the moment that door opens, the room ceases to be your room anymore. It, it's it, it becomes, most on the it player. Becomes I agree. A public domain. Bingo. Okay. And here we are in this world where when we walk out the door, and sometimes when we don't even walk out the door, everything can be recorded and anything can get picked up, and you have to be responsible for your comments. Whether you think you're being watched and oh, heard God, you or you don't. Don't send a DM or anything okay? you don't want. It's all. So that's it. Yeah. Can I sit there and say, hey, to any reporter, you're an idiot. You're offside. You shouldn't have done that. But you run the risk of once that door opens up that anything you do and say can be thrown out there. Well, I wonder so if ultimately maybe... you have to be in control of not saying anything dumb or stupid. Yeah. I wonder if maybe, though, that that comment, if that reporter thinks it's interesting enough that it needs reporting on, can't follow up and make that the reported story. You go to the player and and say, you know, get a quote on the play, on what was obviously impactful that you obviously feel so strongly about, rather than, I don't know what he did. I think the way that, like, I mean, I haven't been in a locker room to actually do this in a while. Like, I used to do it when I was first started here. But, like, a lot of times nowadays, you don't even 
get to like go up to a guy's locker. Yeah. Like they're provided in an area of the room. And yeah. so it's like you, but so you can pick something. up a lot well, yeah, of no, conversations. But it's not like you go over to the other guy and like you're, hey, what did you say? Like, let me write that down. Like if he's yelling that while you're there, that is so onside to report. So onside. And like the, the Braves are just big I know time, that you're right. The Braves are just big time chokers who are looking for something to blame anyway. So, and yeah. they lost to their bitter rival who is just way better in playoff baseball than them. So that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And on occasion, these mics have been up when they shouldn't have be up. And oh. <laughs> come on. Like, no, yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah listen. Oh, yeah. I, it's now, true. do you sit there and go, yeah, you shouldn't have had the. You know, you should have cut my mic off or blame somebody else. But ultimately, You're on you were dumb enough to say it. To roll the dice. And it's on you. At the end of the day, it'll always be on you. So, yeah. And what do they do? Well, they, but that, I think that's consensus. It's on the player first. What did they, they ended up making T-shirts out of this, Sammy. Is that how big of a story yeah. it ended up? Barstool picked it up, and they make T-shirts out of a lot of different stuff. Yeah, but they, they put, break a lot of copyrights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they put it was actually approved by the MLB. Oh, was it? Yeah. The, so that's the biggest so it's issue a, here. It's a, it's is it said Attaboy Harper on it, which if I'm a Phillies fan, I am sprinting to purchase. I love that shirt. Oh yeah. my god, it'd be my favorite shirt. I might wear it on air, but I because I don't have any shirts. <laughs> so there's the biggest sore spot is that I helped create all of this, and I'm not getting a take on any of it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. They should flip the what's his name, Arcia, Arcia. I don't know. They okay. should get some money. Okay, we got uh, some texts. I got the first text. All right. First things first. Nicholas Kiprios is yep. the hottest man alive. Second, oh. Jason. I know it's Justin. Born, but your shirt is stupid. <laughs> Third, Morgan Riley is the best leaf. Shrug wow. emoji. With that, was <laughs> certainly in the playoffs. I just love that. And a guy, <laughs> and, 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 no comment on me. Love it. <laughs> and a guy that Sammy, you refuse to acknowledge that at seven point five, pretty friendly contract. I would not refuse to acknowledge that. I think it's an excellent contract. I hated him during the regular season last year, but I had a referendum that I will not comment on his regular season struggles because of how good he's been in the playoffs to the Leafs. He's been one of their best playoff players That's right. You all banned the time. yourself from regular season Riley criticism. Yeah. Do you guys want some... Um... Okay, here we go. After last night's performances, have you changed your minds regarding the season outlook for the Rangers or the Sabres? Well, did you, you, you watch that game pretty closely? Yeah, yeah I, I watched a bunch. Okay, that was um, Men to Boys a little bit. I wasn't Big good time. for the Sabres. Rangers I, I looked... Was... Strong, fast, big, fast, and big. How about yeah. Lafreniere scoring the first goal of the season after we had Valley on yesterday? I know we just cooked the guy for. Well, we, we, we cooked no, him. We, Honest we conversation. It, it it's fair, and that's the 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 narrative all training yeah. camp long was he's not he's not showing what people have expected out of, out of him yeah. up until this point as a first pick overall, and with all due respect to his early goal. I just think that uh, no matter what, he will, he won't live up to that first pick overall billing. He can still be a good player and a serviceable player, and there's times when he could maybe uh, post some decent numbers. Yeah. But I don't think he'll ever live up to, it's so to hard. What, he, what you need to do to be a first overall pick, and that's be a franchise type of guy. Yeah, I just think it's so hard once you have that perception, like. If he was a up-and-coming guy who played in the American League last year and he came in now and he scored early and he's the size he is, you'd be so excited about him, right? Like, I feel like you could get that positive momentum, but no, the weight of those impossible. expectations is just too impossible. much. Impossible. First round, have to 
be out of the gate. And let's not forget, God, look at Jack Hughes yeah. early. You know, wasn't lightening it up on fire. Uh, and it's pretty darn good right now. Yeah. Oh, and geez. that's what people, but even when he was. He'll be on the heart ballot this year. Even, even when. Probably regret that he, contract. He, even yeah. when, oh, that, you know, that contract is the new Nathan McKinnon yeah, contract. Or, or, or yeah. Dry Cycle or yeah. all those ones. The it's, thing is, when he signed that, people said that. Like, how, yeah. I guess he just wanted some security. You know why? They, they said that because at the time he was coming off. 30 plus yeah. points. Yeah. So you didn't really know what you were getting. For him, it was but insurance against. But see, for New Jersey, smart because they hedged. Right. And they got him on a on a friendly contract. And today, he'd be 12. The kid never see 13 million. Fred Van Vliet play before or what? Right. Couldn't bet on himself with a three or a four year deal or something. He, he would he would have jumped Austin Matthews on a on a long term deal. No That's argument. how good he is. He's gonna score 110 points this year. He's nasty. Right. Nasty player. But it's uh, you, you take what you can get sometimes. And eight times eight at the time for a guy coming off 31 points was yeah. actually uh, hard to turn down he's 60 make, million. Yeah, he's going to make 64, 64 million. He's going to cost himself but 25. Lafreniere now is a guy that still up until – do you remember the, all the, the Jack Eichel talk between the Rangers and Buffalo? Yeah, and it. I don't think the Rangers. It was ever you know a, a situation where they were contemplating it. I don't think it ever got down to a meaty situation. But you know, back then, I think it was just absolutely untouchable for for the Rangers Lafreniere to was, mess yeah. with that first pick overall, or uh, you know, uh, La- Lafreniere. Like he was like, no, we're crazy. If you added, like, would you would you have tried to move Eichel for him now? Yeah, I think that <laughs> might be a different story, to uh, the least. I'd love you guys to talk about the Klingberg signing with comparison to what Arizona signed Dumba for. Great Leafs, comment. Leafs could have had Dumba for the money. Does the blue line look better from Paul and Vancouver? So Dumba, if you would have told me after hey, watching. Vancouver text about what, the Leafs. What Dumba get? 3-9. Yeah. Oh, good. Like, yeah. Th- there's another one. I used Tarasenko earlier in the show that... Ottawa just had no reason to go give him five million, mm-hmm. and I, I look at I look at Klingberg, and I'm like, okay, you want to take a, a flyer on him, mm-hmm. but you were so bad last year that I I'll, I'll give you three. Mm-hmm. If you can go get well, four if- somewhere else, go get four somewhere else. The Leafs could have used a, that that million. Like I don't understand why you needed to go give him four point one. Do you think? And then, right? Was it the second day or the first day they gave that to him? Like who's when a guy like competing? him gets four point one? Presumably, someone else has offered him four, right? Like that's like you assume. Yeah, I guess. And I, I you know, part of the appeal of Toronto should be if it goes well here, people are gonna know. Oh, You're, that is the number one reason, right? But you leverage that. Yeah. So yeah, you say okay, you they're giving you four. We'll give you three, give four, eight. but you don't get the attention that you'll yeah. get here if you have a successful year. Yeah. And then you're going to make it up when you sign your contract after having a good season. Dumba's an interesting one because certainly that type of player would have been preferable for the Leafs, but he's been in pretty significant decline. So and he went to Arizona. Yes, can't imagine making that choice. Yes, I will go to Mullet Arena. Yeah. He'll, he'll be, they'll probably trade him. One-year contract. You probably assume, trade him at the deadline. You yeah. assume maybe that any offer outside of maybe San Jose 
that would have come close to 390 would have taken it somewhere else. But I else. think Sam's making a good point. That you signed a one-year deal, him, you're going to be in the playoffs. Pick. Yeah, you buy a draft pick, and he's going to yeah. get to go play for a playoff yeah. team. Guess what? Anaheim thought that they were doing that, too, with Klingberg. With Klingberg. Yeah. What did they get for him out of Minnesota? Fourth? I don't think anything. They got a fourth, I think. Yeah. Probably not with a, a fourth for, for seven million for, bucks. For seven. <laughs> not great. For seven million. I'll tell you what, if you're the Leafs and you're heading into playoffs at deadline and you like Dumba more than Klingberg, you could probably attach an asset to Klingberg and make that work. Um, quickly, Borny, I love your shirt. <laughs> the guns look good from Monica and Milton. Guns. <laughs> My the... mom texting in. <laughs> guns. <laughs> I see a couple of strings dangling from your shoulders. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, well, at least the shirt's interesting. So, first week in the new studio, boys. Yes. How are we feeling? Feeling good. Does it still the Tim and Friends, uh, you know, home that we're borrowing, but it's, yeah. uh, it does feel comfortable. Leave Saturday night. How do you feel? Yeah, I'm fine. I've, I'm like uh, Austin that says, uh, I didn't even notice the goal song. <laughs> it's whatever. Right? Right. Just do the words. What do oh. you got Saturday night? Leafs. Minnesota Wild. Why is the first Saturday night game against the yeah. Wild? It's going to be a good physical challenge because they are big, Minnesota. Yeah. And they uh, and they work hard. So we'll see where Samsonov is after the weekend. Much lower scoring. 3-2 Leafs win. No idea. All right. Samsonov just like great. that. Thanks for that. We close <laughs> out this week on the Real Kipper and Board and show our thanks to Doug McLean in the first hour and Bill Guerin from the Minnesota Wild. As they get set to face the Toronto Maple Leafs busy night on the network. Find your local listings to find out where you can watch. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee. We'll see you on Monday.